This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of College Dame Day. We're excited you're listening. We are going to get things started off with a game, as always. So, Amy, what does this week have in store for us? Okay, we are picking funniest bowl games. So, who wants to go first? Oh, Megan, I feel like really has a good one. Okay, Megan. <laughs> How do you know it? I'm going to pick Laura. I um, okay. All right. Well, I do think I have a good one. It is the Sun Bowl, which has now been renamed Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. So I'm looking forward to that one. Laura, what do you have? I have. It launched in 2017. I, I say launched. Um, it's called the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. So obviously played in Florida. But the word cherubundi is is fun to say, so I picked I picked that one. Also, the word tart. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> a fun one a tart as well. Cherry. Okay, well, in my little list of funny bowl names, is one that's no longer in existence, but the salad bowl, <laughs> and the, the little whip under it is Nevada North Texas State Teachers College graced the field in a bowl that turned out to be quite the toss up. <laughs> so clever. With Nevada, yes, with Nevada winning a nail-biter. And then it says, luckily, it only took five years before the leafy green bowl became the Fiesta Bowl and the sexual innuendo-laden headlines finally ended. So it wasn't in existence long, and now it's the Fiesta Bowl, but yes. I will tell you, if I played at any bowl, I would want to play at the Cheez-It Bowl. Yes, that just makes me hungry. It's like boxes, yeah. Yes, yes, just jump on in. I don't Don't care about the trophy, I just the Cheez-It box. Don't all the bowl games, like, if they're, like, the Chick-fil-A bowl or whatever, like, don't you get, like, stuff? Like, if you're a player, don't you get stuff from Chick-fil-A or whatever? I sure hope so. Yeah, I know they give swag away, so yeah. I would assume that they get some gift cards and that sort of thing. And, and, like, yeah, some of them are, like, some of them that I've heard in the past have been really cool. So, like, I wonder what the salad bowl, I mean, it might have been too old to give something away, but like, like everyone takes Ranch. for play. Yeah. <laughs> when the Outback Bowl gets played, are you guys cheering for the Bloomin' Onion or like the, it's not popcorn shrimp. shrimp, it's some kind of shrimp though. It's, yeah, it's some kind of shrimp. I'm always cheering for the Bloomin' Onion. Me too. It's yeah. the best. Pretty tasty. So um, I'm a little bit disappointed that neither one of you chose the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. That is my new number one, I will say. I will be tuning in to watch that one, so... <laughs> I know. Someone tweeted out, like, right after, like, this is not fake news. So apparently it used to be called the St. People. But they're like, it really has been renamed to Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Really, exclamation point. So apparently <laughs> like, oh, it was us. <laughs> Trust us. This is for real. I mean, you always have the classic, too, like the Idaho Potato Bowl. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good ones out there. The Brute Cologne Bowl. It's like <laughs> I wish we made the Brute Cologne Bowl. <laughs> I wish we made any kind of bowl. I think like the, the IBM bowl at this point. Yes. Or how about this one? The Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Ooh. Fancy. It is. Everyone gets smoothie at halftime. That's right. <laughs> I also was thinking about this. If you notice all the bowl games are always played in like these warm tropical climates, I really think they should have one. And this is just terrible. But like in Minnesota outside and 
then all of them southern boys would have to try to play outdoors. Okay, in the yeah, well, they do have the pinstripe bowl. That's true. New York does have that one. Yeah, and it's, I mean, that would be the worst draw. I think that that's unfair year after year because, like, everyone talks about stats of all these, like, like SEC quarterbacks and stuff. They never have to play in crappy weather where it's, like, snowing, sleeting, hailing. And because passing yards, and let's face it, a lot of the time, like, Heisman candidates are, like, the most impressive passing quarterbacks. Sometimes there's running ones, you know, and stuff, too. Um, but it, it's not fair because they never have to play in crappy weather ever. Every once in a while, yeah. it might rain a little bit, but yeah. it's like a balmy rain, like not freezing cold. I, I don't know. I just, I think that's something that's never taken into consideration when you look at all the, cause they do look at stats for mm-hmm. like all the different awards that there are out there. And that's never taken into consideration. Yeah. And like one maybe day, that can like really throw off you know what I mean your stats for the whole seasons maybe they make like the teams in each conference with the worst record have to play in that game I mean I know it obviously wouldn't work because people elect to set out bowl games but just to be kind of like funny like a consolation prize where they award like at the NFL draft like Mr. Um, Irrelevant I think it'd be funny if they made like the worst teams like be like you got an all expense trip to North Dakota nobody's gonna go to that bowl and it wouldn't support itself so. no I know I'm saying it wouldn't work for many reasons but in theory it's funny yeah I suppose but you still have to have fans that would go watch it well I mean Nebraska fans would but yeah no one else well, yeah we would but yeah like <laughs> Rutgers in Maryland did you see the crowd there <laughs> they didn't want to show up for that I presented it as a joke. I said it wouldn't work. And like I said, I players already okay. elect to sit out of their board. I'm, I'm just saying it's funny. And more why it would not work. But. Okay. Okay. Well, yes, All that right. was the point. Well, what a fun game. <laughs> that was so fun. I'm so excited and happy. It was so much fun. You would like to talk about conference the championships. championships. Oh, yeah. yes. The good old conference championships. Well, let's go ahead and just go down the list of that, what we had so Utah at Oregon, Utah really let me down. I was really hoping that Oklahoma would knock it in. So I was cheering for either a Baylor win or a Utah win, and neither team could do it for me. But Oregon just steamrolled Utah. Utah looked like they didn't know what they were doing or how to play any kind of football. And Oregon I'm didn't kind of, look that great either, honestly. I didn't yeah. think. Yeah, I, but a lot of people are saying. Themselves, like embarrass themselves. And I yeah. think that. that that Oregon winning saved the Pac-12 from further embarrassment by sending Utah to the playoffs. Cause I think they would have been horrifically abused. I still think the same thing for Oklahoma, but maybe it'll be a closer matchup. A lot of people say are saying though, if Oregon hadn't had that loss to Arizona state, would the bowl committee have put them in above Oklahoma? I don't know that they would have, but Oregon kind of shot themselves in the foot earlier this season. And then Utah did not help their chances with this game. So yeah, once again, Pac-12, yeah. Congratulations on getting absolutely nothing accomplished this year. Right. Well, this was Utah's only game against a ranked opponent. People that were jumping on the whole Utah, it, their defense is amazing. That train, I mean, it just goes to show when you don't play anyone, you can look amazing and beat these teams by 20 or 30 points. And it doesn't really mean that much because as soon as you face a ranked opponent, you look, like you said, like you're in a different league. Yeah. I think Oregon screwed up by scheduling Auburn first like their very first game of the season. Because, um, I mean, they could have won that game. It was close. And, um, yeah, I think if they hadn't had one of their losses, I think that it would have been like, is it going to be Oklahoma? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I think Oregon could have gotten voted in with just mm-hmm. one loss. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. 
Yep, another year without a uh, Pac-12 team in the playoffs. I think Oregon, is Oregon the only team to ever have gotten in from the Pac-12? No, Washington wins. Washington Washington wins, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Washington got killed. Did they play Alabama the first? They were the number four seed, I think, and they lost to Alabama really badly. Like, they were embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Next game. I want to know a fun stat or fun trivia. Yes. Yes. How many times has a number one team, like ranked number one, won the whole national championship going into the playoffs? I don't know the answer to this. It is or zero. in general. In the, in the college football playoff era, it is zero. No, it like the zero. playoff team number one. The, the number, number one playoff one. team to win the national championship. Right. I'm saying according to the college football playoff rankings, number yes. one. Yes, yes it's yes. zero. Isn't yeah, that so, crazy? Yeah, Ohio State dodged a bullet there. Yep, I know. I was going to say. So maybe it's so a maybe blessing it in disguise. Or is it going to be the year where it gets, you know. Like, here's the thing, because I think the longer stats go on, the – because at some point, number one has to win. So is it like LSU is more likely to win this year? Or because of that stat, they're less likely to because mm-hmm. the number one has never won it. Right. Or more likely to because it's got to happen at some point. But that's crazy because even number four, the very first year, number four won it because that was Ohio State. Okay. Yeah. And and do you know what, what number has won it the most? My guess would be two. Yes. Megan, you want to take three? <laughs> okay. Yes. I was like, my guess would be two. It is number two yeah. because for a couple years, Alabama and Clemson, like every other who was yeah. one and yeah. two, and then they and the one that was number two won all the time. Well, I just feel like you have less of a target on your back and you kind of have more to prove because you didn't get put at number one. So I feel like you kind of, I mean, I know it's a big pressure situation, but it's like a little uh, less pressure because you're like, hey, you're gunning for number one. So I, if I'm. Ohio State, I'm also kind of... Or does it mean the playoff committee just sucks? I mean, it could be that, too. Because I think there's definitely some sucking going on in that whole system. I don't think LSU should be number one, so, you know... We'll we'll talk about that later, though. Yes, we'll get there. Okay, so, talking about the number four team that did make it in, Oklahoma played Baylor. Really good game. I'm concerned about Oklahoma's ability to play in the with the other three teams that made it in, only because Baylor's quarterback went out like right before the end of the second, um, so before going into half, and Baylor still hung with them. Mm-hmm. I I just was not impressed with Oklahoma. Well, none of Oklahoma's games, they haven't looked very dominant in any of their games. They've just kind of squeaked out a win almost every week. And I think the thing that has got to change if they want to be competitive in the playoffs is Jalen Hurts can't fumble. I mean, that is his one issue that, I mean, I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. Like, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a great team leader. But man, he has some fumbling problems. And so he cannot do that. Here's why I didn't think the game should be very close is because the first time they played Baylor, they had all those fumbles. They didn't have CeeDee Lamb. And they still came back. They mounted that comeback and won without him and without because like Jalen yeah fumbled like going into the end zone. He like set the ball on the ground. It looked like he set the ball on the ground that one time. He did fumble. And so I thought if they don't ha- like turn the ball over this game and having CD Lamb back, they're just gonna like win handily this time or at least cover you know the spread. Mm, yeah. And- and they didn't. And I kind of feel like the Baylor quarterback situation was like a Kyle Trask, Florida situation. That quarterback for Baylor was not doing anything. And then when his backup came in, he was the one that threw that long touchdown pass and like got them going. Yeah. So I felt like yeah. that helped Baylor, him coming in. Um, yeah, he's a lot more elusive. 
Yeah, and just, like, I think it was just, like, the spark they needed to, you know, get some offense going and stuff. But I just don't know what Oklahoma to expect because they do have an offense. They do have weapons on offense where they can score and score quickly. I think CeeDee Lamb, if you look at his, like, yards after contact, is probably one of the highest, you know, numbers of anyone in college football because that Texas game, I remember he was doing it He in the Baylor game, too. He just, like, he he can create yards even after he's first touched. So I think that they can score, but I just don't know that their defense can really stop anyone that's in the playoffs with them. Yeah. But I mean, I think their defense is okay. I mean, if you just look at this, it's improved from last year for sure. I mean, even if you just look at the scores from this season, I mean, the Baylor game at 30, 23 and overtime, like that's not your typical big 12 score. So they are stopping them. You're right. I think they so you have think the they're talent gonna be able to stop like because they're playing LSU first. You think they're going to be right. able to like cover no. all those receivers? Like that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's why they're probably. Yeah, not I don't think they're as good as LSU. Like I, I mean, I think they're clearly the number four team. I think there's a pretty sharp drop off after number three. But I, I do think Oklahoma has a lot of talent if they can put it all together. Number one, you can't have your quarterback fumble as much as Jalen right. fumbled over the season. Like he's got to protect the ball yeah. if they want to even have a chance at beating LSU. And even then, I think it's a bit of a long shot, but you never know. We'll see. Well, it's time for Matt to return to Waco and hang up that art smock. So <laughs> I was OK. There was a, they were replaying games today at work and it was the Baylor Oklahoma game that they were replaying. That thing like has like wings in the back like it has a collar <laughs> it's for his aerodynamics to run up and down the sideline that thing has just been through a lot this season though it's yeah it's time to be hung up forever <laughs> forever all forever. right the next game which this one i'm done i can't, don't think surprised anyone and it still ticks me off that they put georgia at number four because georgia is a train wreck but it's yeah. lsu georgia everyone's like oh my goodness lsu beat georgia by so much they deserve I to be know. number one i'm like no Georgia did not deserve to be number four. Right, right, right. Yeah. So well, annoying. They're, they're, it's such an SEC bias. Well, Amy and I said when the spreads came out, we were like, why is it not double digits at least? Yeah. Because Georgia yeah. is not a good team. Um, no. I don't. Or- I still don't know how they beat Florida this season. That's the biggest mystery to me is I don't think they're better than Florida. And how they pulled that off is still yeah. a bit of a mystery. Or- Poor little Blankenship, though, with his little little specters on. It's really off again. I I know. Did you know that um, he was up for, like, a kicker award this season? And he was, like, his highest competition was that punk from Iowa that was, like, blowing kisses at the crowd. Yes, yes. Well, um, on one of the Iowa, like, football pages, one of the fans was like, help our kicker out. Um, he, it's really close. With, he's really close to taking the lead from Blankenship. And some Husker fan got a hold of that and was like, hey, guys, this is the punk that blew kisses. And, like, Blankenship's numbers, like, spiked that day. All <laughs> the Nebraska people were going on and voting, and I did too. <laughs> we yeah. got, we <laughs> voted for the Georgia kicker. And he, like, it was like a landslide that day of, like, the votes. Like, he just shot away from him. So it was like, that backfired, but... Yeah. So did he was, win? Did Blankenship win it, or is um, it still going? I don't know if it's still going or not, but he okay. was the last time I checked on it. He was a hefty lead over the Iowa okay. kicker. Do yeah. you know Wanda ever won that one contest? I don't. No, think I think it. that it was actually the um Bowden, yeah, Lynn Bowden from well, is that his name? From LSU? No. <laughs> LSU. No, 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 the one from Kentucky. 
Oh, what? Well, because was so far behind. Back. No, no, no. Fact, but the voting, the fan voting, is just a small portion. It, that's like one vote. Oh, uh, so right. The those went Yes. Yes, of all the hundreds of thousands of votes, that's only like one counts as like one vote in the whole thing. So, well, that's know. not very democratic. You know, it's really so, not lame. Okay, well, whatever. No surprise there. Well, no. was it a surprise though, Laura? I mean, did you foresee twenty-seven point margin? Um, I would have said probably fourteen to seventeen. I think twenty-seven is more than I expected. Okay. But Georgia, I mean, their receivers were not doing Jake from any favors. They were dropping wide open. Oh, they were the very first play of the game. They that could have been a touchdown, right? And dropped it. And mm-hmm. I said, like, there was I don't know how many times their receivers dropped it. And I was just like, I feel bad for Jake from because, yeah, I don't think he's as talented as Joe Burrow, but he's a lot better than what his receivers are making him look like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and what's so crazy to me is there's so much talent at Georgia, and yeah. even I don't care if they're freshmen; they're four and five star recruits, like all of them. And they're dropping passes like that. I mean, it's just unbelievable to have that much talent and to look so bad. Like, to me, yeah. that says that there's a coaching issue there. Yeah. They have the number one recruiting class mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And, and it, it's like, and year after year, they're near the top and they just can't get it done. And it's like, yeah, there's issues. Because when you have, like, Wisconsin's that have, what, they have nine four and five star recruits on their team. And they can, yes, stars are important and they help, but they're not everything. So, right. yeah some kind of issue up top going on that's what she said okay um okay so on to the next game that i'm gonna call virginia according to megan spelling (laughs) and clemson (laughs) it's you put v-i-r-g-i-n-a virgina (laughs) when when did i write it what are you looking at this spread paper from last week Oh, 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 okay. It's you in your pictures. Just can't, you want to go look at it. No, no, no. Go look at your pictures I, right now. I'm, I'm scrolling scrolls. back to look. Man, we have like a ton of text. It's like scrolling just forever. Just go to the pictures. I can't do that. Mine won't let me go. You can't go to info and then pictures? No. Okay, well, I, I'll just I, screen, I, I'll screenshot I it for you guys. Up, I refuse to update. It's not going to happen. Pictures. I must be vindicated. So, oh. as I have seen, the game of <laughs> yes, Virginia, <laughs> Virginia <laughs> v. Clemson. Apologies. Okay. A rare mistake was made. A rare mistake. I will say that. You are a good speller. Okay. Um, so, that game, Clemson, again, no surprises there. I'm like, seriously, your conference championship is a 29-point spread. Okay. Yeah. I I barely even watched it. I just kind of kept track of it. Yeah. Well, it was on at the same time as the Ohio State-Wisconsin game. So yeah. I think most of America probably did not watch it. Backbeat, yeah. So true. Sure. But we'll see. I feel like Clemson is such a big question mark that I kind like, part of me thinks, oh, they're not going to be that good and they're probably going to get blown out. But then there's also a side of me that's like, maybe they are like really good and it's just hard to tell because they don't mm-hmm. play challenge. Know which way to go on Clemson right now? Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Like, I do think that like there's a fine line between like playing all these tough games every week and getting beat up and entering the playoffs hurt. Like, I don't know, not really like hurt, but just like a- and then never having been tested. And I don't know if Clemson's like I don't I don't know what the advantage is if it's like to have a cakewalk in like they do or mm-hmm. to play these hard games and have to learn how to like rise from adversity and like 
come from behind like Ohio State had to do. I'm not sure where the line is of like the advantage. And I also do think that they're like, like when Dabo was complaining about being ranked number one to start the season and then they're entering the playoffs number three after they're undefeated. First of all, dude, you almost lost to North Carolina, so shut your mouth. And second of all, you can't say that the wins that you had were better than Ohio State and LSU, who were also undefeated, and they played way more talent, their strength of schedule. Like, I don't know what he gets off on, like, talking like that. Some people think that's, like, his strategy is to, like, make them out to be, like, the, you know, the huge, like, underdog martyr, Mm -hmm. like, and that's, like, part of his strategy. But I think he legitimately thinks they should be ranked higher, and I'm, I'm, like, I don't. I agree with you. I think that he legitimately thinks that because if this was just a motivational thing for his team, I don't know why he wouldn't just keep it within the team. He doesn't need to be making these public statements. I don't know. It's just like there's nothing more grating to me than watching a grown man whine like a little boy. I'm sorry, Davo. I just can't handle it. You need to shut this down Um, because it's like every week. Yeah. It's like, we'll start scheduling a harder schedule then. And like, here's the thing too. You also still got in. At least you weren't like a UCF on the outside looking in. Right. Like you've got a chance to prove yourself. So all you have to do is let your body of work and the CFP do the talking. You don't need to do the talking. Exactly. Like I would rather have a coach like Ed Ogeron, who's like, whoever, we don't care. You know, we'll be number one, number two, just tell us who we're going to play. And we're going to show up and play that team. Like just show up and play the game. I will say. I'm not sure who I would rather listen to talk because it hurts my throat listening to Ed. I like clear it like repeatedly, (laughs) repeatedly. (laughs) I know he should really do like a throat lodging commercial and it should Mm -hmm. start off with him talking and then it should end with like someone else has like a really smooth voice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. You are welcome. um, Ricola or whoever wants to use that next game, Ohio state, Wisconsin, This was a fantastic game. Um, I, again, even though Wisconsin went up, I still, again, never had any doubt that Ohio State was going to win. But I was was surprised at how well Wisconsin came out to play. But I knew in the end, and even Herb Street said it when they were picking, he said he thinks it's going to be close in the first half. Ohio State's talent's going to get them to the end. And sure enough, that's what happened. But still, I was impressed with Wisconsin. I thought they did well. What do you attribute that to? Why do you think they came out and played so well? I think this, I don't know if it's the scheme that they drew up. Their defensive coordinator had them in the first quarter and a half. And then I think they made adjustments and they weren't able to like echo it back. I'm, I'm not 100% sure why, but they were able to get pressure on fields. I'm just wondering if it's different packages, different looks that they threw at them that mm-hmm. the youngest fields hadn't seen before and wasn't able to read. That's my guess, but I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Well, I think it's difficult. And this is one thing where I was a little bit frustrated with the game because I knew watching that game, Ohio State was probably not going to be number one for the playoffs. Um, And I feel like they only have themselves to blame because they didn't come out and dominate the game from beginning to end. But it is hard to beat a team twice. And I think Wisconsin having played Ohio State once this season already, that gives them a huge advantage to know how to play them better the second time. And so that's one thing where I'm like, it's not exactly fair to compare LSU playing Georgia to Ohio State playing Wisconsin because it is more difficult to beat a team twice. And I don't know if that had something to do with it. 
I feel like the team that loses has the advantage because you can see where it went wrong and fix it. But in Ohio State's case where they won Mm -hmm. and there's not really anything to fix, it's like, yeah, I think Wisconsin did throw some different stuff at them. And they were like, whoa, what is that? They kind of took a punch in the mouth. And then they rose up. They were Ohio State. Their talent overcame and they beat them. And the thing was, on their last drive down where they kicked the field goal, if they just scored a touchdown right there, they still would have covered. Like Mm -hmm. They still would have covered 17 right. points that would have been a 17 point win and it felt like really close at that point still and it, that but that's just how they play mm-hmm. did you guys see the very last play of the game okay, okay i was jack, so i was just gonna say where jack cone got leveled i think i might have even sent it to you on twitter and then and then like brutus is like over on the sideline like watching the mascot yes. and, he, and he like covers his eyes well <laughs> i'm like so nasty. i'm shocked that it, like, literally, the hit happens, Ohio State's, like, players are running and throwing their arms up, and they cut over to the middle of the field for, like, the interview, and I'm like, is, no, like, he got absolutely popped. <laughs> is he alive? Like, no, seriously, you can see his teammates helping him up, and he's, like, stumbling. I was like, <laughs> yeah. is yeah, anybody going to address this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, like, you thought there should have been a penalty or something? He, at least reviewed or talked about. Oh. Well, because here's the thing, they don't, and then the guy they don't, says, he's not defenseless because he's running, he's and he, he was running, and he's not a quarterback anymore, you know, because he's running, and I, there was no, like, lowering of the shoulder, I think they're just kind of, like, head to, because, like, when I watch it in slow motion, I don't think it was anything that you could have, like, it was just a hard hit, and, like, it, it was, like, a really hard hit, but the guy next to the, to the mascot was just this funny, like, guest conversation <laughs> Oh my gosh, I watched that like 20 times. It was so funny. Yeah, it was. I'm going to It was a brutal hit. Yeah, for sure. It's a tough way to end the game because you think he's going to like get in the end zone and the guy like closes out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. It was, no. It was scary. And then, see, that's why I'm like, I'm really excited to see Ohio State play Clemson and LSU just to see like how they're doing. Because I honestly think, I think the SEC defense this year wasn't. Because if you look at the scores of the games, and I know they have some high-powered offense that attributes to some of, like, the high-scoring games, but I don't think their defense this year was as up to par as it normally is. Because I remember joking several times about being like, is this the Big 12 or the SEC? Mm -hmm. Like, And I think, though, that, like, Chase Young and, like, that Ohio State defense, I'm excited to see them get some pressure on Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence and just see what happens. Because I don't think that they really faced anything like that all year and maybe I'm wrong, but I just think it'll be fun to see if they can get some pressure on them. If they continue to play well. All right. Oh, are we going to talk Heisman at all? Cause that's Saturday. Well, I mean, we can, but I think it's kind of sealed it's, up. Um, I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Who do you guys want? <laughs> I know, I'm also going to take Joe Burrow. <laughs> there was something I wanted to talk about in that section. If we did, because okay. Chase Young is in there. And somebody mm-hmm. did a side-by-side stat of, like, Sue to Chase Young, and it was ridiculous. Like, I still can't believe Sue didn't win the Heisman that year. Yeah. I think, so it's Jalen Hurts, Chase Young, Justin Fields, which I do not understand how Justin Fields got in. I'm like, ugh, drives me crazy. I know, like, Jonathan then, Taylor should have been in above him, if uh, you ask. I just, I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, I'm probably Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. Yeah. So. Well, we can also talk about the fact, do you think that's going to be the curse of the Heisman if Joe Burrow wins it? 
Well, see, and that's what I was going to say, too, because are we going to have, like, a Reggie Bush-Vince Young situation where the one that doesn't win the Heisman is out to prove something, and then they're, you know, the one that doesn't win is the one that wins the national championship? It happened with Eric Crouch. It did, and it happened Reggie Bush. It happened. It actually is only, I think it's only happened four times where the Heisman winner has actually won the national championship, and two of the times were with, like, Alabama when they were at the top of their game. Um, yeah, probably Derek Henry or somebody. It was, it was Mark Derek Ingram, maybe. And Mark, Mark Ingram, I think. Yeah. I think. I don't I don't remember, but yeah. Um, okay. Well, that, that summed up our talk on uh, Heisman. Can we have a write-in vote for Heisman? <laughs> because Nebraska would, like, would win it every year. We could like, write in whoever we wanted. Seriously, we would. But the thing is, only Heisman people get to vote on the Heisman, so... No, I, I, like- I know, but... I feel like that's kind of unfair, too, because then people that have had more, it's like, it's just like a growing monopoly. Auburn and Alabama are like, hey, hey. (laughs) Trying to catch up. (laughs) Yeah. But still, I still think there should be a writing candidate. doesn't mean they have to win it. They should be a writing candidate. Just to be considered. Just to find New York. (laughs) That's right. Just throwing it out there. A little something to consider. All right. So, are you guys ready to talk about New Year's Six Bowls? Sure. I'm ready. Take it away. Okay, so we will leave out the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl since those are playoff games. And we will start with Memphis and Penn State in the Cotton Bowl. I think that this is kind of a joke. like Flap in the face of Penn State? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's a good matchup. And, like, I get it. Memphis won their conference and stuff. But, Which, that was another good game against Cincinnati. It was. It was a good game. But, yeah, it was against Cincinnati. So, like, but here's the thing. I guess I don't think Penn State is that strong this year either. So, maybe it will be a good game. But I just, to me, I don't see, and I know some of it goes by, like, rankings and stuff. But I, I think, like, Michigan-Alabama would have been a better fit. Well, I mean, is so Mike Norvell, Memphis's coach, got hired at Florida State, which hilarious um like how pissed are you if you're a Florida State fan where you're like I'm seriously paying Willie Taggart all this money and you guys hired Memphis's coach so Mike Norvell was hired as the new coach so I'm assuming not coaching the bowl game then correct well you can still I know you can because so Scott do we State know I guess Scott, yeah, yeah Scott's done it a few other coaches have done it too but I'm assuming yeah he will not coach okay Okay. He won't coach him in the Cotton Bowl. I, I still think Penn State's an easy win in this game. Even though Penn State hasn't been as strong as they've been in the past, I mm-hmm. still think they're a contender. Yeah. I, I think it'll be Penn State pretty pretty dominantly. Well, okay. I, mean, I mean, I think the only the only consideration I would mention is if Penn State does feel like this is a slap in the face, and if they don't show up to play. I mean, it's I still the Cotton Bowl, though. Like, it's still a huge it's, bowl. Yeah, that's they're true. That's true. I've said this because everyone tries to take away from UCF's win over Auburn that year. And they were like, Auburn just didn't show up. It was like a slap in the face to them. And I was like, no, like if you're that good and you're that talented then, and it should be that if it's that big of a, like a margin, you Mm -hmm. should still pull out the win, even not showing up fully. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's your own fault. If you don't like learn how to be a winner, learn how to be a contender, learn how to be an athlete. And then, you know, talk yeah. to me because that's ridiculous I hate I hate that argument like oh they just didn't show up they they didn't want to be there this is the real world like pull your pants up and go play yeah <laughs> I 
I don't think I that's mean, the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> but please Definitely do that. <laughs> please do that anyway. Yeah. Mom, everyone just, should be doing that anyway, regardless <laughs> if you're playing a sport or not. Please pull your pants up. Yeah, they're just good habits to have. Maybe I meant your big boy pants. I don't know what I was going for there, but yeah. You are yeah. your mother's daughter. <laughs> yes. In that that instance, I am. Mom, this is your fault. I blame you. <laughs> when it rains, it snows. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I struggle with it too, but anyway. I will also say, so I was kind of reading up on it now that I was saying that Norvell's leaving. So he was also their offensive play caller, and they have no one else to do it. Apparently no one else has ever done this before. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Penn so, State's yeah, going to be just fine. more Penn State then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, when you look at the way Ohio State beat Cincinnati – who played with Memphis. I know Memphis won, but I mean, Cincinnati Memphis was a good game. And then you look at Ohio state and Penn state. Like, I just think there is a different class of football going on there. You know, I know the American is a strong conference, but I still think the big 10. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you did the boy. <laughs> I couldn't like hear you. I was like, what is she doing that for? No, I was saying, eh, I don't know that they're that strong. I mean, oh, you don't think the American is a strong conference? I think I, it's the group of five, I think it's probably the best conference. Okay, we'll take the first phrase off, and then you know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah, it's like, but there's still a class below the big team. Right, but I you're, mean, taking, you're taking the very best team from that conference to play like the third best team okay. from the big 10. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. I just, I, I, I'm not saying for this game, I, I, took issue with your <laughs> they're a great conference and I was just like I would okay. say like they're not a power decent. five conference how about right. that I would say like they're decent I'd match them up against the back 12 <laughs> okay well okay. there we go Better. all right that's the level I'm talking about okay um so oh, yeah oh, would... okay we get it now pack 12 all right <laughs> is, that, is that more clear um yes. so but I'm still gonna take Penn State in that game I mean I think <laughs> like but really now folks let's be real <laughs> Penn let's State. come back down to earth now it's Penn State's game to lose I here yes okay all right moving on to the Orange Bowl Florida and Virginia okay this this is a, an instance of it makes me mad because the SEC gets the most favorable matchups mm-hmm. they are playing a team that is like 15 spots below them yeah number nine versus number 24 and it's like, I was really looking forward to some of our good, you know, like, Big Ten teams mm-hmm. playing, like, SEC teams, like, some good matchups to, like, expose them. Mm-hmm. And they're getting the Virginias and the ACCs. And I'm just like, that that is going to show nothing. It just, I don't yeah. like that matchup. I, I don't. Ugh. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be a good game. At all. Well, Virginia Tech really screwed the ACC by losing because then Virginia yeah. got into the conference championship game. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's just a dumb game. Florida should have no problem unless unless Felipe Franks comes back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> then it might be a close game. <laughs> but that is the only task, way. They'll be fine. The Goat Man returns. Um, that's right. Yeah, away, okay. man. So the Rose Bowl, and this is another one where I don't like the matchup. We're playing a Pac-12. Wisconsin's playing Oregon. It's I feel like a better game just because closer in like rankings and I like that Wisconsin is ranked lower than Oregon um I would be shocked when the spreads come out if they aren't like at least a touchdown favorite over Oregon I I just I think Mm -hmm. it's fun when rankings like the the lower ranked team is favored to win because it it just goes to show you that like 
Vegas knows more about how teams should be ranked than the playoff committee. Um, I actually, I think it'll be a good game. I'm just curious because of the matchups. Wisconsin's kind of the slow, steady. I mean, they have Quentin Cephas, so they are throwing the ball more. But they're just more of like kind of the steady Eddie team. Whereas Oregon's that flashy speed, quickness. So uh, I'm, I'm actually I kind don't of, think Oregon's going to be able to stop Jonathan Taylor one bit. Yeah, I'm and not I saying I don't think Oregon's going to win. I'm saying it's just interesting from a matchup standpoint. Fair to call Wisconsin slow. Like, I, I get it. They're deliberate. They're flashy, flashy and stuff. Okay, that's a better deliberate. word. Deliberate. But, um, and, and I think Oregon does have a good offensive line. I think that's the only reason, like, Justin Herbert ever does anything back there. Is there <laughs> that's line? what she said. All right, you just have that one. And, and you made me lose my <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what you were saying, do you? Okay. No, I don't because you were saying that they have how that would even work. What did I say? Okay. They have a good offensive line. So I think that yeah, they will and I think I think it might be kind of like close early on and then I just think Wisconsin like runs away with it. Yeah, well, a lot of Oregon's success against Utah was with their running back. Um, I don't remember his name right now, but Wisconsin's really good against the run. So, right. I, I mean, they're going to take that away from them, and they're going to force Justin Herbert to pass, which that's why, yeah, he's that's okay. He's okay. But, yeah, I do think that they can really, you know, make them one-dimensional, and Wisconsin is a good team. So, I think it will be a good game, but I'll pick Wisconsin yeah. to win that. Wisconsin, I feel, is a team that, like, they started so strong and, like, I was like, whoa, you know, national yeah. contender. And then they had that fluke loss to Illinois. And I think that kind of like took some wind out of their sails and they kind of like stalled out in the middle of the season. And then I think the end of the season, they really like finished, like picked it back up. And so I think they're playing pretty good again. I mean, they gave Ohio State the closest game, you know, all yeah. year. Yeah, I was really hoping Wisconsin would play like Florida or something, you know, like mm-hmm. an yeah. S- team and I think that would have been a really good game but they got Oregon so anyway okay moving on to the Sugar Bowl Georgia and Baylor and this is another one of those matchups where I'm just like (laughs) not lol yeah um I mean the rankings close so like on paper it looks like oh that'll be a good game um but but also, too, like, what Georgia's going to show up? The Georgia that played Florida mm-hmm. or the Georgia that right. played on Saturday? Like, right. Are you going to catch the ball? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly the question. I mean, Georgia has been so inconsistent. It's right. really hard to know. So, yeah. Who do you guys think will win? I mean, if you had to pick. I just can't believe Georgia's ranked fifth still. But, um, <sighs> yes. anyway. Again, uh, it's such a question mark because what, what Georgia team shows up? Mm-hmm. I would like to see Baylor win, I guess question mark mm-hmm. almost cheer for a good game i suppose i would definitely want baylor to win i like i always just kind of cheer against the sec because i think that they're like unfairly weighted and i think this is a chance to expose them a little bit you know playing mm-hmm. outside the conference but again they just get all these favorable matchups to where i think they probably will win and it just sucks so all right other games of interest before we move on to the playoffs the um, Citrus Bowl, Michigan versus Alabama. Woo! I mean, I'm excited for this one. I actually think this will be a really good game. Yeah. Yeah, this was, this was like, what I wanted, you know, like, mm-hmm. Big Ten versus SEC. Right. Um, I do think that's like a tall order for Michigan playing Alabama, but I think Alabama's kind of like, I see, and I don't know if this is like an Alabama's going to be angered about what happened and come out and play really well, or like a defeated Alabama 
But I do think Michigan's playing some of their best football right now. So Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a good game. Yeah. I would have liked to see, like, Michigan versus Georgia. But that would have been a gimme game, though. I think, yeah. I think Michigan can win it. Um, Harbaugh, again, I don't think he's quite on the hot seat. Maybe it's like a lukewarm seat. So I think him winning, this will do a little bit of boost for him. I think he kind of Michigan has the talent, too, to compete. And with Tua out, Michigan better come out guns a-blazing. That's all I'm saying. They better show up for the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Outback Bowl, Minnesota versus Auburn, another matchup that I was like, hoping for this is probably the one i'm looking forward to the most outside of like the big playoff games okay um what what why are you looking forward to this one the most i like sec big 10 matchups i just like them Uh and i think minnesota is still somewhat overlooked i think they were like rowing their boat rowing the boat and then the iowa loss kind of like took a lot out and then like the wisconsin and then everyone just like wrote completely wrote them off again and so i just think this auburn game will be really good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm matchup i think that they i think they can beat auburn okay you guys i don't know auburn is the team i would be the most afraid of playing just because in the sec they're like simmering under the surface right other than lsu obviously but they're you know in the playoffs for a bowl game yeah auburn would be the one i wouldn't want to play but i don't know because like bo Nix only plays well at home like i don't think he's a good quarterback Mm -hmm. um not impressed with him very much so I, I don't know. I think Minnesota, I think they can, like, beat them handily, actually. Okay. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm it'll, just... I think it will reveal a lot about the strength of the conferences to yeah. see what happens. Unfortunately, yeah. as much as I really hate Minnesota, it is going to boil down to a matchup of the Big Ten versus the SEC. So for the first time this entire season, I will hop in and I will row, row, row my boat. Yeah, I might jump out at the end. I might jump ship at the end, but I will I will be in it for a little bit. All right. I think Minnesota is a difficult team, too, though, because I've been confused about them all season. They started off and I was like, they're not good. And then halfway through the season, I was like, I was wrong. They're really good. And then they play Iowa and I'm just like, oh, never mind. I was wrong. They weren't good. You know what I mean? I just I I don't feel like I have a good take on what level they're playing at i didn't think i was wrong the iowa game because like i still maintain they should have won that game like they dropped passes that they should have caught that would have won the game for them and then they missed their extra point so i me the wisconsin game was the only game that i thought and and i didn't like the way that game was called i didn't like that was a weird game though with like the blizzard and stuff so whatever Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna write that off um i think they have a lot of weapons on offense i think they can pass and run I think that they have a good enough defense to give Bo Nix some problems. And since he's not playing at home, yeah, I think that they can win. Okay. Uh, And I think that they could even, like, win big. Okay, moving on to the only other one of real interest to me is the Alamo Bowl, Utah versus Texas. Hmm. Okay. What do you guys think there? I... It's really Utah's hard let to me know. down so much. Oh my but... gosh, you know what the gift is in that? What? They get, they get Apple Apple AirPod Pros. Oh, they're going to say Apples. Cards. <laughs> Sliced apples. <laughs> Yummy, oh, delicious, and healthy. Why am I not a football player? Get AirPod Pros or whatever, Amazon gift cards, a Michael Kors watch, what? a helmet, and a team panoramic photo. Listen, college, we're not going to pay you to play, but we are going to give you this lovely Michael Kors watch. 
Well, but that's handsome on gift cards. They get good. They do get good swag for the bowl yeah, game. Some of the bowl, some of them suck though. Like they say what they get, and it's like a better bowl, and it's like really that's what they get. Because I think like the who does Papa John's sponsor? I think there's this like a pizza or something. <laughs> um, I would play for that. And then like the but like the Macy's, whoever Macy's does, theirs is like really they get like gift cards and I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, It'll that be might the be the cheese it bowl. The cheese it bowl. They get a GoPro Hero 7 accessories carrying case, a fossil watch, Oakley sunglasses, a shuttle pack backpack, <laughs> a book, an ice shaker, insulated bottle, branded Bill's cap, and travel case. But that GoPro. Oof. Yeah, so. Okay, well, then, back to the initial question of Utah versus Texas. Clemson, hold on one second. The Clemson versus Ohio State. They get PlayStation 4s. Video game, like, that's a very common. Yeah. It's like, you're going to see, like, what, how many team, how many players can travel, like, or how many players, can, like, they're going to be, like, 150 PlayStation Yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence is on the sideline, like, playing yeah. with a controller, working on his dexterity. Okay, sorry. So, back to the Texas-Utah game. Who do you guys think is going to win? Uh, I just don't want to see Texas win, so I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for Utah. I have no idea, honestly. I think both teams are going to do their best to lose this game. Like, I don't think yeah. either one is good. Okay, yeah. it's very hard to know. Is today, as I was getting ready for work, I always go to the ESPNU and watch like the old games that they show. Mm-hmm. And it was the LSU Texas game today, and I forgot mm-hmm. that Texas almost beat LSU. They lost by yeah. like a touchdown. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I I get it was the beginning of the season, so like a lot of things are different. I forgot that Texas was ranked ninth, which yeah. was a huge joke. <laughs> Very optimistic. Very but optimistic. Season for Burrow showdown. They they gave LSU their second like Auburn played LSU close, mm-hmm. and then Texas gave them their second best game of huh. the season. Yeah. I just think that's super ironic because I don't think Texas is good at all. So Well, they're not because really what you're comparing here is the second best team in the Pac twelve is playing I mean what fourth or fifth best team in the big 12 i'm sorry i wasn't listening repeat that again <laughs> it's okay. i was just musing to myself you were i'm sorry i was looking at was, cute i don't is. know i don't know where texas is at in the big 12 that's what i was thinking gotta be somewhere in that range but yes the second best team in the pac 12 is playing a mid-range middle, team from the big but, 12 but they're closer to the top than the bottom i think are they i mean because you have Oklahoma they and Baylor, obviously. State. They beat Oklahoma State, didn't they? Texas? Oh, did they? I think they did. Okay. Well, they here, let me it. just let me just pull up their record because that would probably be. Or we could just look up the Big Twelve rankings. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, no, Texas won. Texas beat Oklahoma State. Okay, yeah. So Texas lost to TCU. Oh, but Oklahoma State is above them. So they're yeah, they okay. are near the top. They're fifth. They're third. You mean? They're fifth. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they're tied for a fifth. Oh, yeah, with Oklahoma. With, like, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and Iowa State. Wait, I have Oklahoma. I have Oklahoma, Baylor. Well, Texas should be above Oklahoma State because of the head-to-head win. I don't understand that. Okay, I have Oklahoma, Baylor, Texas, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and Iowa State, but all four of those are five and four. 
You know, I think this I'm might pretty be sure this segment has gotten out of here. Okay, no, we don't need to, yeah, we don't need to continue. Basically, there's a huge drop-off after Oklahoma and Baylor. Because okay. they're both eight and one, and then, okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> sorry, we went down that rabbit trail. Is anybody still with us? Hello, hello. I'll, so anyway, any other thoughts on Texas and Utah? Laura, who do you think will win? Uh, I said I, I'm cheering for Utah to win. I don't like Tom Herman. I don't like Ellinger. Yeah. Utah like needs Texas. to redeem themselves. All right, well, if we're done talking about the Bulls, then let's move on to the college football playoffs. So the rankings came out on Sunday and all of America was surprised to see LSU move into that number one slot. So I wanted to ask you guys, what did you think about that move? Do you agree with the committee? Okay. I, I didn't know which way it would go. I wouldn't have been surprised if either one was ranked first. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Ohio State should have been ranked first. Based on the body of work Based that Ohio State did all year. They were always saying Ohio State is number one. Ohio State is number one. And the only reason, which tells me since it was like that, the only reason that they put LSU ahead is because LSU blew out Georgia, who should, again, not have been ranked number four, but right. SEC bias. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If you looked at the number of teams that Ohio State played, they played one more that was ranked in the top 25 than LSU. They won by bigger point spreads. It's it's ridiculous. They had the better, and like some strength of schedules are kind of like weird, but like mm-hmm. they had the better resume. They had the better wins. They had the better margin of victory. And here's the thing. I'm always like hating on the SEC. I'm not just like a hater though, just to hate like, I yeah. do think they have some good teams, but the reason I'm always cheering against them is I think that there is an unfair bias mm-hmm. as an SEC bias. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm like wanting to be exposed and why I'm like cheering against them because it's, it's just not right. Yeah. Georgia shouldn't have been ranked that high. Yeah. LSU did blow them out, but like, like what Ohio state did against Wisconsin is more impressive. Like what they did in the second half, like mm-hmm. getting them themselves together, um, coming out and then like, you know, holding them, I just, I'm so tired of it. I just can't wait for these bowls to be played. And I hope they go the way I want them to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you have a point. It has to do a lot with recency bias, I think, because LSU beat Georgia by so much and it's the last game and that's what's in everyone's mind. You know, they're not looking back at that LSU Texas game. That was a seven point game, you know, or the LSU Auburn game and comparing those because if Ohio state had played Wisconsin the way they did the first time at the championship game, then Ohio state would be number one because it's just like in their mind that this is a more dominant team, Georgia for all of their inconsistencies they looked like they looked against South Carolina when they played LSU, even down to Blankenship missing field goals. It's like they're an inconsistent team. They're not great, but they're usually not that bad. And I think they had an exceptionally bad game um, and LSU capitalized on that. Good for them. I agree with you. I think either LSU or Ohio State being at the number one spot would have been fair there's reasons to justify it either way they went ahead and moved LSU up I guess they felt like their defense proved that they are better than maybe they were questioning in weeks past the thing with the playoff committee is that like when when Ohio State took the number one spot from LSU was that the week that they played Penn State yes okay I didn't think they looked exceptionally good that week and Mm -hmm. so like I said all along all season, I think they should be number one, but that like that's so pretty much whatever I think is going to happen. The committee does opposite. They're just so un, 
Like, I just don't understand. Like, the way that they flip-flopped and had teams jump over each other, it just didn't make sense to me. Because, yeah, like, I thought Ohio State should have been number one at that point. But I didn't think they would get there that week. And then they did. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe they're giving them the credit they deserve now. So maybe they do think highly of them. That's why I'm just glad now it's just whoever wins. It's, you know, there's Mm -hmm. no more voting or rank. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. all from who wins here on out. I would have rather seen Ohio State play um, Oklahoma. I think that that is an advantage for LSU to kind of have, like, a less yeah, the first game issue in. <laughs> right. Yeah, like a bye. I mean not really. <laughs> but but um close. I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm not completely writing Oklahoma out. I do think I think there's something to be said for the fact that no one really is giving them a chance and that mm-hmm. can play hungry. So I would love it if they came out hungry and beat LSU and then it was like because here's the two things I don't want them to win. I don't want an SEC team to win and I don't want Clemson to win. So, okay, well, that narrows well, it down. Let's see yeah. how you have two so teams. The team that I, I, with the letter I, I, O. For Ohio State, uh, you know, like I want the Big Ten to win. I, I don't like cheering for Ohio State, but at this point, I'm committed. It's whatever. But like, I, I think it would be fun to have a final with like Ohio State and Oklahoma because then I would just be like, okay, well, neither of the, the, yeah, neither of the ones that I hate can win. So, okay, so if you guys just looking at the rankings right now. I know that we've talked about LSU and Ohio State have a better resume by far. They've proven themselves. Clemson hasn't proven anything. So they're really a wild card. Like we're just not really sure how good they are. They could be amazing or they could be really mediocre. Like it's just really hard to tell. And so what do you think in terms of the teams, like, because everyone's saying, oh, you don't want to play Clemson. I what will you, say the winner of the Clemson-Ohio State game will be the national championship winner. Whoever wins that game will win the national championship. Okay. So, so you, let's, think, you think Clemson would beat LSU? Uh, yes. If Clemson beats Ohio State, then yes, I will take Clemson to beat LSU. Absolutely. I think the winner of that game will be the national championship winner. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and just break down both of the games then. So the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl is the first game. It's at four o'clock on December 28th. You're saying that you think LSU is going to win that game. I do. I think LSU will win. I also think Ohio State will win. And then I think Ohio State can do it all. But I'm just saying if for some reason Clemson does come out with some shock and they are amazing and better than we thought Mm -hmm. or knew, I think that they will then go on to beat LSU. But I think that like different teams match up differently. And I think that like, depending on who wins what game, that can make the other game go. Because you see it in the basketball tournament, you see it in the volleyball. Like, if a team can pull off an upset, then they can take a team out. I don't think Clemson would beat LSU if they can get by Ohio State. I'm saying I think Clemson would matches up differently to Ohio State than they do LSU. And so I don't think that you can just say whoever wins the second or mm-hmm. the, the two and three game would win it all. Okay, well, I guess, like, I'm wanting to just focus on the first game right now. So, LSU-Oklahoma. No, how do you much. feel like? <laughs> how do you feel like they match up? Okay, wait, I, thought I, you said the, I thought you said the Peach Bowl. So, I thought, isn't I that? I did. Okay, that so this is the LSU-Oklahoma LSU. game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, because I think they're very similar teams, like, mm-hmm. stylistically. I mean, we two high-powered offenses. 
maybe okay defenses? Well, I think LSU's defense is, is light years ahead of Oklahoma, and I think that's where the difference is going to be. Okay. Um, I do think that CeeDee Lamb can run on LSU some. You know, he's hard mm. to bring down. Oklahoma, though, they, sometimes their defense can kind of show up, and then yeah. sometimes it's like they go to make tackles, and mm. it's like, yeah, they're not even trying. Grade. Yeah, it's like, what What was that? Like, right. I, I don't know. And so it's like, if they try and play like that against LSU, it's like it could get ugly fast. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, LSU isn't that much different in terms of that inconsistency in defense. Because they played, I mean, when they played Texas, obviously, when they played Ole Miss, I mean, they were giving up so many points. And it was yeah. the same kind of thing from a team that has historically been very defensively minded. It is surprising to see their defense not show up for every game. Now they have been looking really good in the last two games. So, you know, that might, they may have changed that. So anyway, I just think it's kind of a strength on strength matchup, but overall I would, I think LSU has an easy road to the national championship. Yeah. Don't forget this isn't Jalen hurts first rodeo. That is true. I think, I think Jalen does have an edge having played in big game situations and this year, take take away the K-State game, he's led them back a couple times. Granted, he put them in that place by fumbling and throwing <laughs> kicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, he mm-hmm. has brought them back. So, yeah, I just, like, I can't wait. I don't want Christmas to be over because I love Christmas. But I'm just, like, I cannot wait to watch these bowl games. Well, and I another thing. I it, though, if he did. Um, if he did. Like. Yeah. If that would did, be a great story. It would yeah. be because like as a, I'm not an Oklahoma fan and I'm not an Alabama or SEC fan, but Jalen is just like a single athlete. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good kid and I, I would like to see him get that like redemption, like especially over LSU. Like I think that would just be. Yeah. And it, yeah. this isn't the first time he's faced LSU either. You got to think about that too. So Who knows? Maybe that will give them an edge. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That is true. The one thing I don't like about this is that because LSU is put in that number one slot, they're playing in Atlanta now. And so you know that it's going to be a home crowd for them. Um, And then the national championship is in New Orleans. So, right. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, that was decided before the season, but it really benefits them. Anyway, let's talk quickly about Ohio State Clemson then. That game is later that day at eight o'clock. Ohio State Clemson. What do you guys think that matchup will be like? Well, here's the thing if Trevor Lawrence starts doing that thing where he just like, because I get it, he's got those great receivers. He can just like, kind of like chuck the ball up, and they'll come down with it. Well, um, they're also like seven feet tall, so right, that right, exactly. That's part of the reason that he can just chuck it up, and they come down with it. Um, so I guess like I think Ohio State has a better defense than what they're used to seeing. So if he can get flustered early, and and he does like play like when he plays strong. When he starts strong, he plays strong. And then when he gets rattled, he can get rattled for a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they can, like, fluster him early, I think that um, – I-, I think Ohio State can win the game no matter what if they play Ohio State football. I think they're stronger in Ohio all the – Ohio State is the more complete team. Yes. They are in, the more complete team. fundamental areas, they are better. And so I think that they should win. Clemson's got a lot of speed a lot of flash, especially on offense. Um, so 
They I, lost a lot of people on defense, though, from last year. And yeah. Ohio State is the better athletes. It's, but I think Ohio State's going to win. has bailed them out of some of the games this year. So, But, I mean, again, they're ACC games, so it's like, exactly. what, right. what so are they really I think that's the them? most difficult thing to evaluate okay. is that right. – it's so hard to know because Clemson looks like a really complete team too. Once their offense started clicking again, you know, at the beginning of the season when Trevor Lawrence was playing terribly, the defense was really the only thing keeping them in games. But now that the offense is, you know, firing on all cylinders, it's like they look like a complete team. They have a really good defense. And I think Brent Venables is the best coach there. I mean, Dabo is a good manager, but that defensive coordinator is the one I think is the brains behind the operation. Honestly, but I mean, have they, have they seen a line and off- an offensive right. line? I don't know. As, yeah. Like, I just don't think I just, I think JK Dobbins and I think Justin Fields, like they can pass, they can run. Yeah. I just, I think it's going to be obviously the hardest game Clemson's had all year. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, like, hang close early on and then Ohio State just wear them down. Um, but the last time Ohio State played Clemson, they were shut out. Yeah, I know. They were embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like 30 to nothing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really, really bad. But yeah. I do I do take heart with what happened in the Wisconsin game. Um, Ohio State going to the locker room, making adjustments, and then coming out and just, you know, steamrolling. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. So, looking forward to that. All right. Well, we are all looking forward to Christmas, the New Year, and, of course, the Bull Games. Um, We'll be off for a couple weeks, but we might be back for a little special. Until then, see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content. The beginning of the beginning. So, oh my gosh. Hold okay. on just a second. I'm not going to be able to get this background noise out. So, I'm here. You're making a ton of noise, Laura. I'm letting the dog inside. I'm sorry. That's all I'm saying is just wait till you're done so we can hear what Amy's saying. He looks so cute. I took him to the groomer today. He's all fluffy. I'll send a pic. Um, Okay, so what was I saying again?